Some trees flourish, others die. Some cattle grow strong, others are taken by wolves. Some men are born rich enough and dumb enough to enjoy their lives. Ain't nothing fair. Hello and welcome to episode 346. Another previews episode to finish up the goodies. And we're going to also talk a little gaming to start it off. And hopefully you'll find something to buy in the future that you want. Or get that you're going to want to play in the future. And what we checked out recently was the Nintendo Direct. That they had not long ago. And we seen Mario Strikers Battle League, which is a soccer-style game, game with the gang from Mario and Nintendo. Uh, yeah, gear, all kinds of gear with stats, special abilities, all that. Standard uh, sports-style game, but it actually looked fun. I gave it a 3 out of 5. For now, it is soccer after all. Not like it's football. <laughs> uh, Disney Speedstorm. It's uh, racing with Disney and Pixar characters. I gave it a 4 out of 5 for now, but actually it's kind of like in between the realistic looking racing games that we have come to love and enjoy and the animated games that we've had fun with with all the power-ups and all that shit uh it just has a really cool look to it so i'm pretty interested in seeing what this is like when it comes out definitely gotta get myself my hands on a nintendo switch and some type of vr units before the end of this damn year uh then the other games they t- showed and talked about, I'm not going to get no more ratings or anything for these. Just going to give a list of them. You can check them out. Just go by looking up Nintendo Direct or check out the individual games. But Advanced War 1 and 2, uh, Reboot Camp, some of these are add-ons. No Man's Sky, you're finally getting your hands on it in Nintendo, and they just had another big update to it with our on the xbox and it has just jumped leaped bounds (laughs) how the hell you say it leaps and bounds so above what it started out as it's just a beautiful looking game tons of little extra things you can do now now you can control manage a city environment uh of on different planets and build that up you can build your own environments you can and there's just so much crossover now that they have and new caving and all that stuff and new abilities and everything it's just got it's gotten awesome uh front mission first uh splatoon they got the new one out i don't know if it's splatoon three or four i can't remember Chrono Cross, Radical Dreamers Edition, uh, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, and Kirby can devour cars and drive around now the way it looks, devour boats and 
float around. All kinds of new abilities popping up with Kirby. Looks like a lot of fun. Uh, you get to get your hands on MLB, the show, Major League Baseball, Kingdom Hearts Collection, a variety of Kingdom Hearts games, which I finally downloaded my first one ever that I'm going to get to try out here pretty soon, one of these days, off Game Pass. But I haven't checked it out yet. I've been curious what the hell these Kingdom Hearts games are all about. Uh, Klonoa looked pretty cool. Portal Companion Collection. Portal was a fun game, but I have not played it beyond the first one. Live Alive. Or Live Alive. It's... They say it a few different ways. That was a very unique looking game. Nintendo Switch Sports is coming back with tennis, bowling, and Kambara. And then also soccer, which is you strap the controller to your legs. So you get that kicking ability, which is cool. They got different ways to play with the controllers now to get these different games to work, which is awesome. Curious how well they play even the original Nintendo sports game. Played pretty good back in the day for being one of the first handheld multi-controller systems. Badminton and volleyball are also introduced in there, which is awesome. They got a free trial coming up to it for it uh, here pretty quick. I don't know if they started it yet. So you can get in on that if you want. Taiko no Tatsujin. It's a drumming style game, musical game. Uh, but uh, looked nice and fast paced and fun so it's uh, I think it's first time from Japan or something there's a couple of these games are first timers that were never available outside of Japan and now you can get your hands on them Triangle Strategy Cuphead is bringing himself a little sweetheart into the mix here it looks like uh, Zombie Army 4, uh, the first three Zombie Army games were great. I got the opportunity on Game Pass to download the fourth one, but haven't done it yet. Good, great graphics on those and great, good fun play. Kind of crosses over with that sniper play where you get that up close visual of the slow motion with the bullet going through the skull and through the bones and the vital organs and bursting through it. Just beautiful imagery. It's awesome. <laughs> Lego Brawls, uh, Two Point Campus, which I've heard lots of good things about that game too, but know nothing about it, haven't played it. Xenoblade Chronicles and a bunch of other things they talk about on there, but those are the main highlights. Lots of fun. Lots of great games coming out. Can't wait. I am enjoying Game Pass. I will probably only keep it for one more month unless some big game comes out that I need to get my hands on and want to wanna try out. But, yep. Check those games out. See if you find any that you can enjoy. And now we're going to get back to you with some other things that you can buy at your local comic shop or order online in the future. And we'll get back to you with those goodies coming up next. All right. Next up, 
We have P.S. Art Books, Eerie Comics number one by P.S. Art Books. Synopsis, Avon, Eerie Comics, number one, January 1947. It was January 1947 that the first real indisputable horror comic came along. Eerie Comics number one, published by Avon. It had a striking cover that was, well, eerie, depicting a strange-looking man with a knife on the steps of some sort of ruin approaching a bound woman, a theme that was to be repeated countless times in the future. Wet your appetite with these horrors inside, including the eyes of the tiger. By Bob Fujitani, featuring a pet tiger who gets his first taste of for blood. No surprises there, then. Dead Men's Tale by John Small gives us the story of a bottle that gave Myron Morgan wealth and who he died who he died or and how he died when it was destroyed. The Man Eating Lizards by Joe Kubert. When a plane goes down in the ocean, the surviving crew members find themselves on an island of giant man eating lizards. The strange case of henpecked Harry by Fred Keita, tells how Harry Horton plots the death of his wife, only to be driven mad by the guilt. It's hard to point to a particular source of inspiration, such as radio or the pulps, for any of these stories as they were not adaptations and didn't come from any existing series. Yet, here they are together as probably the world's first true horror comic. It's, uh, I have so many of those stories in the, from the past. I don't know if I'd want to get that one or not. Could be fun. But it just feels like those stories are ones that I have already. But Puppy Love by Tokyo Pop. Inuki works at a company where he's exploited and unappreciated. But one day he stops at a pet shop and meets a gentle dark or gentle clerk named Hoshi. Playing with cute dogs and the soothing conversation with Hoshi makes Inuki decide to quit his job and change his life situation so he can have a dog of his own. A memory comes to Hoshi suddenly, and he blurts out, I am the reincarnation of a dog you helped when you were a boy. A fluffy love story between a mysterious pet shop clerk and a mistreated corporate drone. (laughs) Alright, next up, we have Quests Aside, number one by Vault Comics. A skeleton, an apprentice mage, and an exiled princess walk into a bar. For another shift at Quest Aside, a local watering hole run by once legendary, now retired, adventurer Barrow. When the king privately explains that he plans to shut the place down, 
Barrow must find a way to hold on to his business and the family he's built around it. It's always sunny in the realms. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't know what's up with this. I just noticed they have a radiant black number 14. The only reason I put it in there, it's a parody of the cover with the Wolverine claws with Hulk's face reflecting it that we talked about last month. And we have comics coming with that depiction on it. And lots of people must have decided to, to do that parody over the past couple months, so. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me, I gotta drink water here pretty soon. Rascal does not dream of Hatsukoi Shoujo light novels by Yen An. The kindness he learned from Shoku, the courage he gleaned from Maya, in the winter of his second year in high school, Sakuda takes his first steps towards a future where the people who Eov supported him past and present can attain happiness. Now, that doesn't give me enough description. But. Then we have Regulators. Regulators, mount up. Uh, Regulators number one by Advent Comics. The Regulators chronicles the adventures of Advent, Advent's most powerful super team. A threat from another dimension forces Mystic the Mighty Mage to gather the world's greatest heroes to save creation. If they can first come together without killing each other first. I mean, how many times do they have to save Earth and save creation? I mean, they aren't going to be able to save shit every time something happens, all these superheroes and shit. So how the hell did Earth make it this long throughout the superhero universe? You would think it would have been destroyed a couple hundred times at least. But They have a... Retro Fan Magazine number 21 coming out by Two Murrows. But the only reason I'll mention it is because it's got Julie Newmar, the 1966 Batman Catwoman, on the cover. So that's a classic. For fans might want to get their hands on that. And this we haven't heard of in a while. Oh, we got Rocketeer, The Great Race number one. By IDW Publishing. Celebrating the 40th anniversary of the first ever appearance of the Rocketeer, ace stunt pilot Cliff Second, or Secord, has returned from his New York adventure to West Coast, steeped in paranoia over the looming war in Europe. Having finally had enough of his near-death scrapes as the high-flying Rocketeer, the only thing in Cliff's crosshairs is the Great Race a prestigious winner-take-all air race that runs from California to France. Maybe it's finally time to smarten up and fly straight by taking his best girl, Betty, to Paris. 
but other parties want to win the race for their own nefarious ends, and Cliff will need to decide which prize is truly the most valuable of all. There's a bonus feature. Each issue will contain an oral history featuring Dave Stevens, friends, family, and fellow artists, all called together by Kev- Kelvin Mao, longtime friend of Stevens and the director of the forthcoming documentary on the beloved artist. That's cool. It's got all that stuff. That's pretty good. I mean, Jesus, it's only a Pre-order, it's a $5 comic retail. $3 if you pre-order. But $3.24. But yeah. I I, I never hated The Rocketeer. I've I've seen and read lots of stuff of it in the past. So I probably might have to check that out just for the bonus stuff. That's cool that they're throwing all that in there. Sailor Moon fans, they have a Sailor Moon Princess gift set coming out by Abyssum America Incorporated. And then we got Sakamoto Days, graphic novel, volume one by Viz Media. Tara Sakamoto was once a legendary hitman considered the greatest of all time. Bad guys feared him. Assassins revered him. But then one day he quit, got married, and had a baby. He's now living the quiet life as the owner of a neighborhood store. But how long can Sakamoto enjoy his days of retirement before his past catches up to him? It's for older teen audiences. And people like me. Looks like it could be fun. Standard old school story, but usually you get killed if you retire from that job. All right, let's do one more here. Uh, we got Sandman Universe Nightmare Country number one by DC Black Label. Sometimes nightmares walk the earth. Every night when you sleep, the Lord of Dreams chooses the path you'll follow. Into a Sylvan Elysium or down the hallways of your darkest fears, and sometimes, if it's dreams will, those nightmares escape those halls and go out into the world. But it is not a choice he makes lightly. Today, the Corinthian walks the earth again. The most feared of all dreams nightmares, his ravenous mouths have made him a legend among serial killers. Letting the Corinthian out among mortals is the most dangerous thing Dream could possibly do. But he has no choice, because there is another nightmare walking the earth. One that must be hunted, and this monster is one that Dream, Lord of all nightmares, did not make. Uh, This is going to be a hard one. To decide whether I'm going to jump on that. I like that. It's a DC Black Label comic. I love the Sandman. So. Might have to jump on that. They also have a Sandman Volume 2 Number 1. Facsimile Edition. Coming out by DC Black Label. If you want reprints of stuff like that. But. They also have Satin Cube Glitter Cubes. Storage. 
containers and they have glitter black, glitter pink. They have a variety of different glitter colored ones for storing your comics and stuff by Ultra Pro. So check those out. We'll get back to you with more stuff soon. Next up the buy, we have Savior Number Zero by Advent Comics. The popular Holy Spirit-powered hero gets his own title. It's a brand new day as Jesus Delgado must navigate his new normal, but when his past comes back to haunt him, will this be his last? I don't know, but I don't know who this is. I don't know, I might... It's by Advent Comics, which is usually decent, so I might have to check it out just to see who this character is. Get some more info about it. Alright, we have Secret History of the War on Weed number one, one shot by Image Comics. Brian Posehn, Gary Dugan, and Scott Koblish. Reform Voltron. Metaphorically only. From their days on Deadpool. Also not appearing. To tell a true story and lost chapter from our nation's sad and failed war on drugs. The year is 1985. The First Lady decides to crush Northern California cannabis farmers, and deploys the biggest tool in the armed forces. Scott McTerran, collectible first of many hilarious appearances. If it weeds, we can kill it. Scott puts his boots on the ground in Humboldt and does what he does best. But what happens when he gets high for the first time? This one shot has it all. Laughs, tears, heart, action, plus an activity page. A portion of the proceeds from this comic will be donated to the organizations dedicated to helping casualties of America's immortal drug war. And there's sadly a bunch of people that are sitting in prison for 20 plus years for as little as having a couple joints in their hands. And some piece of shit law enforcement agency just decides, eh, let's put that person in prison for the next 20 years and punish them for something that doesn't kill anybody. It actually helps many, but can't help them because they can't get their a- access to it because of the police enforcement being so against it since the 60s. But, yeah, I will check that out and maybe even read that one to you in the future. Who knows? We have Sham Comics, Volume 2, Number 1 of 6 by SourcePoint Press. Looks like it might be a collaboration of stories. We'll see here. Weird Tales of Magic and Mayhem from the Past, Present, and Future. Rewritten by Tom Fuller, or Tim Fuller, with art by Bob Powell. Wayne Reed, Doug Wildly, Jack Kirby, and Jay Gee. 
change your point of view with this dose of Shamarama. Visit a haunted house with Bozo the Robot. Tour the fourth dimension with some confirmed bachelors. The way they spelt it, I think it has to do with bats. Uh, Thrill as Conrad the Aryan Barbarian battles a big old spider and more. Brought to you by the fine folks at Antioxidal, the all-natural breakfast detergent. Dane Cooks used jokes and Mickey Mantle's old balls. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just the description alone. I might have to get it. I wish it wasn't a six-run series. I wish it was more like a three-run. But I'll check it out, and I won't know how good it is till I have the third one ordered, so might have to just stick with the run by then anyways. All right, next up is Shifting Earth Trade Paperback by Dark Horse Comics. In a not-so-distant future, a freak particle storm has landed Botan... Botanist Dr. Maeve Millet on an idyllic yet strange parallel Earth with no way back home. But just like her own climate-ravaged planet, this verdant Earth has a sinister side, which astronomer Zuzi battles every day. Both women are fighters, and both face a choice. Forge new paths, or save the worlds they've always known. Interesting. Alright, next up we got So Much for Love. How I Survived a Toxic Relationship by First Second. Uh, Part graphic memoir, part self-help book, So Much for Love guides readers with honesty and humor through the disorienting Spiral of a toxic relationship of a toxic relationship and offers a clarifying and empathetic point of view. Sophie had always been cynical about love until she met Marcus. His affection and doting praise melt away her defenses. The beginning of their relationship was a whirlwind romance, but over time she finds herself on uneven footing. Marcus lies. He's violently angry and bewilderingly inconsistent. Yet somehow he always manages to explain his way away his behavior and to convince Sophie that it's all in her head. Sophie comes to realize that she's become trapped in a cycle of abuse with someone with narcissistic personality disorder. Once she gets out of the relationship, Sophie turns her pen to documenting the experience and offers bracing, hilarious, and empathetic advice to any re- any readers who may be in similar straits. And basically, the only advice you need is get the fuck out of the relationship. All that toxic bullshit, those people deserve to be... They're the ones that deserve to be in jail, not someone that smoked the joint. <laughs> For fuck's sakes. These assholes are walking the street, continually re-entering their relationships, beating the shit out of each other, and just 
not good. I do not understand the concept of any of it. And sadly, seeing some great friends go through some stupid bullshit and they would not walk away, no matter how much help was offered to them, sadly. And that's what puts them in the hospital or dead eventually. I seen it first. <laughs> up, up close, I seen it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to say first. I got first class stuck in my head. That's not the word. I'm first person, maybe. Uh, all right. For the pin collectors, there's more. They have a bunch of South Park ones, including South Park MMORPG gamers Kyle and Cartman, all fattied up on their computers, addicted to their video game. And they have South Park MMORPG gamers Stan and Kenny pin set also. And it's, uh, it's amazing how much Stan looks like Cartman <laughs> when he fattens up. But, all right, we have Spawn Origins Collections Volume 21 trade paperback. Why do I have that? And collect Spawn number 123 to 128. I don't know why I had that in my thing but it collects the fan favorite angel medina run for the first time with win and clown plotting against an injured al simmons how can he possibly survive poor al's always injured when he's getting attacked by the clowny and some other characters but i don't know why i put that in my list but it was located in there now. I remember seeing all the other ones previous before it, so I just must have tossed it in there to check it out. We have a Spawn Record Breaker trade paperback by Image Todd McFarland Productions. Collecting together for the first time the issues that led up to, to and include the record-breaking Spawn number 301. This is a storyline that changed everything, including art from industry giants Greg Capullo Jason Sean Alexander, Clayton Crane, Jerome Opina, and Francisco Matina, as well as a story penciled by Todd McFarlane himself. Collect Spawns number 298 to 301. Again, don't know why I put that in there, being later run items, but hey, it's fun. It's fun. It's coming up to that 300, magical number 300. So check it out. It's a milestone in comic history. They have a spectacular Spider-Man number one facsimile edition. Like I said, there's lots of facsimile editions in this month's catalog. So check those out if you want them. And then I'm going to end it right there. And we'll get back with more stuff soon. Next up, we got Spider-Punk, number one, by Marvel Comics. Anarchy in the Spider-Verse. Spider-Punk gets his own series. Hobie Brown is the anarchic Spider-Punk, set to protect Earth-138 with his axe in hand and his chaotic band of punk rockin' heroes backing him. Norman Osborn's dead. 
but will the chaos he's created be too much for Spider-Punk and gang to handle? Feel the vibes as Cody Ziegler and Justin Mason bring you the jams when banned in D.C. Begins here. I don't know. I don't know who Spider-Punk is. For some reason, I want to at least see that first issue. May have to go three issues deep. Check it out. See what's up. Then we have Star Runner Dark Star number one of three by Atlantis Studio. Having learned the truth behind her origins, Aurora Palmer hopes for a normal life with her friends at Madison High. But knowing her past is not as easy as charting her future, a dark force is hunting for her. One that threatens her world with new and imminent danger. Burp attack. (laughs) And hiccups. Oh, let's just add it all. Hiccups, burps. Might as well have some coughing, sneezing, get some telemarketer calls. They also have Star Runner Dark Star number two and number three of three all coming out. All in one if you want them. So you get the whole complete run. All at once. Alright, now we have Star Trek. Ferengi. Uh, it's by IDW Publishing. I don't know if it's a trade or if it's a... Just a single comic, I'm guessing. Dive deeper into the world of Star Trek with another extra long issue focusing on the memorable aliens of the franchise. This month, follow Quirk on an unforgettable adventure to Ferenginar, where mother, brother, and brother challenge the very core beliefs of Ferengi culture. Witness Ferengi history change forever in this can't-miss issue. With like the little hippy-dippy cover that they got coming out with it. But the protesting cover. But I just can't get into Star Trek. I've tried. They do have a Star Trek Super Skill Pinball board game by WizKids. Instead of an actual pinball game, you can play a board game that's pinball-related. Might be fun. Who knows? Check it out. And then we have Statics, number one, by Fantagraphics. A seafaring adventure into a Pacific typhoon in 1967. Plus, superheroes are addicted to smartphones? God invents a better name for comic books? And why would I be stressed out? Catalogs and anxieties of the modern indie artist and musician, acclaimed songwriter, artist Jeffrey Lewis, follows up his 13-issue series, Buff, with the debut of his new ongoing series, Statics. Hmm. I don't know. Doesn't give me enough information. Gives me no cover picture. So it makes me want to skip it. But for some reason, my mind's saying I might want to. They have Still Just a Geek, a noted memoir by William Morrow. 
This is celebrating actor, personality, and all-around nerd. Will Wheaton updates his memoir of collected blog posts with all new material and annotations as he re-examines one of the most interesting lives in Hollywood and fandom. And now for the first time in audio, narrated by Will himself. From starring in Stand By Me to playing Wesley Crusher on Star Trek The Next Generation to playing himself in his second, third, iconic role of evil Will Wheaton in the Big Bang, Big Bang Theory to becoming a social media supernova. Will Wheaton has charted a career course unlike anyone else and has emerged as one of the most popular and well-respected names in science fiction, fantasy, and pop culture. Back in 2001, Will began blogging on WillWheaton.net, believing himself to have fallen victim to the curse of the child actor. Will felt relegated to to the convention circuit, and didn't expect many would want to read about his random experiences and personal philosophies. Yet, much to his surprise, people were reading. He still blogs and has an enormous presence online. In Still Just a Geek, Will revisits his 2004 collection of blog posts, Just a Geek, filled with insightful and often laugh-out-loud annotated comics or comments. Additional later writings and all new material written for this publication. The result is an incredibly raw and honest memoir in which Will opens up about his life, about falling in love, coming to grips with his stagnant career he did not choose, overcoming and healing childhood abuse, and the search for creative and emotional fulfillment as a storyteller. From his time on the Enterprise to his struggles with anxiety, depression, depression, and PTSD, to his starting a family and embracing his passion, writing Will Wheaton's journey is an inspiring, empowering tale. A story of finding one's true purpose that should resonate with fans and, fans and experienced artists alike. I mean, that alone is a book right there just reading that for Christ's sakes. It's like, what the hell, Will? I like you, but you haven't done shit in years. <laughs> Other than maybe blog posting or something online. So it's like, what the hell? I get to see him doing some gaming every now and then but on tabletops. But yeah. I guess if you're a fan, it's a good... I, I'd, I'd check it out down the road myself wife would probably read it all right we got stretcher bearers graphic novel by dead reckoning maxwell fox didn't know what he would witness in france america had only been in the great war since april 6 1970 Nothing could have prepared him for the horrors that awaited him and the rest of the men of the 4th Infantry, Ivy Division. As the Meuse-Argonne offensive raged on, 
Maxwell became assigned to a unit of stretcher bearers, men who were tasked with running into harm's way to rescue their fallen brethren, brethren from the clutches of death. A dark and honest look at the bond of brotherhood during war. The stretcher bearers tells the unforgettable tale of a young soldier trying to save the lives of wounded soldiers and keep the men he'd formed a bond with alive. I can't remember the name of it, but there was a movie just a few years ago back that uh, focused on characters that went up the side of a hill and just ran into harm's way to grab injured soldiers and bring them back to the edge of the cliff to get them back down to hopefully get worked on by some medical doctors at the bottom of the cliff. And it was a pretty interesting movie. I wish I could remember the name of it. But this reminds me a lot of that. So I can see that being a good story. They have a SW Premier Collection Mandalorian Boba Fett on the on the throne statue by Diamond Select. It's pretty cool looking. There's a SW Premier Collection Mandalorian Luke and Grogu statue by Diamond Select. Both of those would be beautiful on your shelf if you could afford those prices. Uh, Takedown number one by Cosmic Times. Officer Josiah Bledsoe is one of the toughest cops in the Department of Adjudication, but his limits will be tested with the return to Earth of the Star Corps traitor who ruined his dreams and is now the right hand of the dreaded Nebula Empire. I'd like to see something more of the Nebulans. If I'm thinking correctly, but I don't know if I am or not, because I don't see anything that depicts that. So I'm not going to assume it. There's a Tea Dragon Society box set by Oni Press. If you know what that is or and are into it, I have no idea. And then we have Teen Titans Go Undead, trade paperback by DC Comics. Jump City is full of strange, shambling creatures muttering about sails and dead set on brains. The Teen Titans saw a comet fall from the sky and can think of nowhere better to hang out and see what happens than the mall. If their theory is correct and people start turning into zombies, they want to be prepared. And we all know zombies love the mall. But as the situation grows even more dire, Robin and his team take to the streets, trying to save the city from the bargain-hungry undead. But these zombies really bite. The cemetery isn't safe. The hive, five, are not alive. And Robin's teammates are about to succumb to shopping fever. Can Robin keep it together long enough to cancel this apocalypse? Oh, it looks fun. I might grab hold of it just because it's zombies. We'll see. 
They also have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Armageddon game, pregame number one, one shot by IDW Publishing. Turtles event of the year incoming. Catch up on all the essential backstory with the special edition reprinting of the TMNT annuals from 2020 and 2021. The Rat King's diabolical plan and its even more fiendish players are all assembled right here. So if you missed out on those, get it now. But we're going to end it right there. We'll get back soon. Okay, next up to buy would be The Grunch. Welcome to the Brotherhood. Number one by American Mythology. The woods are alive with the sound of evil. Straight from the pages of the swampy legends of the Louisiana Bayou come a new generation of terror with bite. The Grunch. Part twisted human, part ghastly beast, and all teeth and hunger. Come along with your tour guide, Johnny Detour, and his band of misfit vloggers as they delve deep into the murky mess surrounding the murderous brood. Finding the carnivorous clan is only half the battle. Getting out alive is the real trick. Don't turn out the lights, brother. <laughs> the crunch are having you for supper. The Grunch number one comes with three covers. Uh, yeah. But you only got one cover that's offered to you. Which is a cool looking cover. I, I think I have to have this. I just American Mythology does a good job with all the hatchets and stuff like that. So I will probably grab hold of that. We have a TM, TNG Ninja Turtles 1.5 inch enamel pin. Four-piece set by Entertainment Earth, which is cool looking. They also have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Gallery Ronin, last Ronin PVC statue. This one very likely might end up in my collection. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I've been enjoying the last Ronin. I kind of like the way the statue is laid out with all the little things giving you the little parts of the history of the turtles so might have to get that they have a tokyo sidekick 1000 piece puzzle coming out by japanime they have a tokyo sidekick board game coming out by japanime and next up for reading material is torso trade paperback dark horse edition by dark horse comics cleveland 1935, Elliot Ness, fresh from his legendary Chicago triumph over Al Capone and associates, sets his sights on Cleveland. He went on a crusade that matched and sometimes even surpassed his past accomplishments. But dismembered body parts started washing up in a concentrated area of Lake Erie Sound. Headless torsos that left no clues to their identity or reason for death. Elliot Ness and his colorful gang of the unknowns chased this killer through the underbelly of Cleveland for years. 
As far as the public was concerned, he was never captured. But what really happened is even more shocking. Uh, could be fun if you uh, miss the days of the old gangster stuff. Alright, we got Transformers Beast Wars, Volume 2, Annual, 2022, by IDW Publishing. This collection of three stories centers on the characters we know and love from the IDW Transformers Beast Wars series, with some fun surprises and adventures, featuring fantastic, fantastic creative teams and wonderful art from Philip Johnson, Sam Maggs, David Marionette, or Mariette, Mark or Nick Marino, and more. This annual is a fun glimpse into the Cybertronians' lives outside of their main series adventure. I've been pumping out a lot of Transformer stuff, so there's got to be a lot of Transformer fans out there somewhere. We have Triskel, number one, by Scout Comics. When young Alec Ellis is granted a magical gift on Samhain... Samhain night, the scales of power on the island of Albion are inadvertently shifted. Now, together with his friends, he is about to embark on a dangerous journey that shall decide the fate of their entire kingdom. Set in a medieval world, populated by characters and events from Celtic myths and legends, Triskel is a visually stunning journey into the world of once-forgotten oral traditions. In an epic story of courage and friendship, imbued with fascinating characters and steeped in the magic of Welsh and Irish folklore. <clears throat> Excuse me. I am going to take a swig of water. See if we can clean the throat up a little bit and get back to the goodies. I got 12% Dread. Trade paperback by Dark Horse. While Katie bounces from job to job to obsesses and obsesses about falling behind in life, Naz has bigger things in mind waiting endlessly for their visa to come through. While working on a seismic art project that will revolutionize politics and society as we know it, their friend Emma, meanwhile, seems to have it all figured out. Job. Mortgage. Engagement. Yet the long hours working for tech giant Arco and endless wedding admin prove equally dread, inducing... But when Katie's latest job finds her tutoring the daughter of Arco's formidable CEO, Michelle and Emma welcome, welcomes the eccentric and enigmatic Alicia to her team at Arco. None of the three women are aware that their lives and possibly the future of society itself are about to change forever. This is from someone that did a popular webcomic and stuff. And 
Sounds like it could be an interesting, hilarious tale. Okay, let's see. Two of them are pretty much like this. Graphic Novel, Volume 1, by Seven Seas Entertainment. From the creator of Whispered Worlds, enjoy this new slice of life, Yuri manga, about two adult women in the creative industries and their shared romantic life in their apartment. 30-year-old Yuri and 20-year-old Wako are roommates. Yuri is a professional writer, and Wako's a voice actor who's building up her reel. Having worked together and now living together, these two women in love have a nice little life for themselves. Follow this comfortable couple in a heartwarming manga tale about the everyday humor, stressors, and joys of life shared together. Alright, next up, they have an Unholy Femme Fatale 1 to 5 bag set of 5 comics by Boundless Comics. And then we have Vampire Slayer number 1 by Boom Studios. A bold new story in the new universe begins, courtesy of Hugo Award-winning author Sarah Galley, Eat the Rich, and artist Irene Flores, Just Beyond. After years of fighting against the forces of evil, Buffy Summers finds herself succumbing to the burden of bearing the Slayer mantle. To help his Slayer, Rupert Giles is willing to risk a return to chaos magic. And with Willow's help, they attempt a spell to remove the trauma from Buffy's psyche. The effects backfire, though, and leave Buffy unable to remember her past or her purpose. With Sunnydale under attack, a new slayer must rise to protect it, while Buffy's friends race against the clock to restore her true love, her true self. I could be going this way, but I'm kind of bummed. I was kind of hoping this was going to be the start of Tara and Willow's uh, daughter's new run starting up for the Vampire Slayer. It could be, but I guess I'm going to have to wait and see or check it out and find out what happens. They also have a Vampirella Dracula Unholy Number no. 1 introductory price cover of 50 cents by Dyna- Dynamite Entertainment. So it's like, it's a comic for 50 cents. I don't care what it is, I'll buy it. Uh, any comics for 50 cents, you can give me a million of them, I'll buy them. And then I can sit there and donate them to kids that want to start reading comics or I can get other people into reading comics by handing them out. What the heck? I like cheap comics and I will not die. <laughs> Alright. We're going to end it there, I think. And we'll get back with more stuff soon. Alright, we're getting to the last of the things that you can buy next month. Well, not next month, but in a few months in your comic shop. So we got Vanity Number 1 by Scout Comics. 
Black Caravan Imprint. Every great legend has a beginning, and horror stories are no different. However, our our tale is at its okay. Our tale, as it is based on a true story, begins at the very end. The legendary blood countess Elizabeth Bathory is dead, and gravediggers are assigned to relocate her corpse. But who has who was she really? Was she a monster or a victim? Here we witness Elizabeth's birth and childhood, and see the earliest moments of her life through her eyes. This includes her first encounter with death and blood that awakens the beast that lurk in her innocence, yet twisted mind. With an introduction by Vampire, The Masquerades, Mark Rainhagen, and there's retailer incentives, I guess, but, oh, I guess it's off Vampire Masquerade, so I don't know if I will jump on it. Right now, and I might just check it out in the future instead, but we'll see. There's Vermilion Number Zero by Behemoth Entertainment, LLC. Warning. Subject matter is heavy and extremely dark in nature. We follow the young Persephone over one long and twisted night as it turns into one of abuse and destruction. After meeting a mysterious figure. Well, that doesn't sound fun at all. But I'm sure there's a reason they wrote it. And Behemoth Entertainment usually does good. We have Vertical C Hardcover by Dark Horse Comics. With a good job as an app. Elementary school teacher and a love for her partner, India's life seems okay at face value. However, with a chronic mental illness that causes her to have panic attacks regularly, each day can be a struggle. With the threat of having her class taken from her, the pressure is building, and India needs to face her problems head-on and take action. This wonderful story of perseverance is beautifully and meticulously illustrated by Illyria Urbanati and wonderfully written by Brian Freshy, allowing India to be connectable to all audiences, presented in English for the first time. I wonder if it's got that translation issue. Uh, they have the vinyl trade paperback if you missed out on it. It's one that I considered checking out. It collects vinyl number one to six. So if you're interested about an unsettling tale of psychopaths, sweet love, and serial killer named Walter, and check it out. I don't know why I wanted I considered checking it out, but it'd been one of the issues or something. Had a cover in the past or something. I don't know. They have a Web Witch wrap one to five five comic bag set by Boundless Comics. 
They have a who was who was greatest Muhammad Ali graphic novel by Penguin Workshop. Kind of a weird name. It should say who was the greatest Muhammad Ali. Discover the story behind Muhammad Ali and the boxing match that captivated the world. The Thrilla in Manila. In this powerful graphic novel written by murder ballads, Gabe Soria and illustrated by Chris Bruner and Rico Brenze. Presenting Who HQ graphics novels. An exciting new addition to the number one New York Times. Oh, Jesus, get to it. Explore the journey of Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Explore the journey Muhammad Ali took to win his final match against fellow heavyweight boxing champion Joe Frazier, known as the Thrilling in Manila, a story of athleticism, heart, and determination. This graphic novel invites readers to immerse themselves into the explosive power of the boxing champion and civil rights activists brought to life by gripping narrative and vivid full-color illustrations that jump off the page. I wish they'd go deeper into his life story instead of just focusing on the thriller in Manila. I mean, I hope that it's an overall Muhammad Ali graphic novel. and I don't know. I hope they aren't going to break it up into pieces or something. We'll have to see. Definitely be interesting. Then we have Winds of Numacera, trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. When the 12-year-old child empress inherited the throne of Numacera, the one true kingdom became immediately vulnerable. While she grows to carry the weight of the world on her shoulders, across her kingdom, a stable boy, a baron's daughter, and a warrior meet with their own opportunities to escape, rebel, and rule. From the creators of the best-selling indie graphic novel series Treadwater comes a medieval fantasy original graphic novel. And then we got Wolfskin 100th Dream Wrap 1-6, 6 comic Set by Avatar Press. They also have a Wolfskin Vicious set of five comics by Avatar Press. And then let's see if this one has something new. We got the World of Betty and Veronica, Jumbo Comics Digest number 14 by Archie Comics. Brand new stories. First, for the love of Jughead, it's springtime and love is in the air. For everyone except Jughead, of course. This inspires Betty and Veronica to come up with an idea to combine Jughead's love of food with the world of dating. They plot to send him on a series of dinner dates with a few of their female friends. Why don't they hook hook him up with a chef that has like a exploratory restaurant or wants to make an exploratory style restaurant where you have to try a bunch of different type items and bring some new ideas to the menu and Jughead can try all that shit. So Jughead that way is constantly eating and falls in love with someone that makes food for him. I think that's the way they should go. But 
Will the love bug finally bite Jughead, or have Betty and Veronica bit off more than they can chew? Then Cricket Odell, with her unerine nose for money, keeps being drawn to a new visitor to Riverdale who, by all appearances, is virtually a pauper. She can't figure it out. Veronica notices this and is intrigued. She deduces that the new guy must be a secret billionaire and makes it her project to win him over. Will Veronica find out his true identity? Or is Cricket's nose losing its secret powers? I like how they keep bringing new stories to the runs instead of just putting the old ones in like they did for the longest time. I got a lot of duplicated stories in the books I got. (laughs) Wrong Earth, Fame and Fortune, number one by Ahoy Comics. A satirical one-shot from superstar writer Mark Russell, spotlighting both gritty vigilante Dragonfly and his cheerful counterpart Dragonfly Man. On Earth Alpha, Dragonfly Man and his billionaire alter ego Richard Fame work to bring citizens together. On Earth Omega, the Dragonfly busts heads and breaks unions with a savage intensity. But they both share one goal, build a new sports stadium with Richard Fame's name on it. All five wrong Earth special features covers by co-creator Jamal Engel and a special incentive variant cover by legendary artist Gene Ha. It's like you're only given one cover option. Why do they talk about all these other covers all the time? It's like if we got these options, why don't you offer them to them? Now, if you want a fanny pack, I suggest getting this. They have, (laughs) I am considering getting it, a WWE WrestleMania Championship Belt Fanny Pack by Entertainment Earth. (laughs) I think that is just hilarious. But I can see Ron Funches down on that. All right. X-Men 92, House of XC11. Number one by Marvel Comics. The 90s are back again. Everyone's favorite 90s incarnation of the X-Men have returned. But this time is even all newer and all more different. Mutant kind has taken a huge leap forward by founding their own nation on the island of Krakoa. Guided by Professor X, Magneto, and a mysterious, long-lived woman who knows more than she should. That's right, the 90s X-Men are tackling the Krakoan age 30 years early, and it's not going to go the way you expected. It's been a long time since there's been an X-Men thing that even interested me. So they gotta do some major work to pull me back in. X-Men Red, Volume 2, Number 1 by Marvel Comics. Who can save the Red Planet? The mutants of Rocco spent millennia scarred by war, but on what was once called Mars, they're learning to live in peace. Storm knows the Red Planet needs something greater than a queen, but Abigail Brand has other plans. Along with an unstable Vulcan on her side, 
and Cable keeping his own secrets. Welcome to X-Men Red. It's a new world, and someone has to fight for it. Someone always has to fight for something. They also are bringing out number two right off the bat, so you're set up with both of them. They have a zombie display hand, blood red version by Retro Gogo. They also have a putrid purple version. And a radioactive green version out there that you can get if you want a bunch of zombie hands around your house. But we're going to end it there. That's it. That's all there is for this month's previews items and things coming out in comic shops in the future. So hopefully you found a few things that you can enjoy. And we will get back to you with a regular episode sometime soon.